How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Five sixty, the Joe Radio Rewind, running back some of the best you've heard here on Five Sixty over the past twenty-four hours. Where you at? It's Dan Day. Ooh, social media always fun. Had a good weekend, so check me out at Dan Day Radio. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and if there's ever a need for OnlyFans, I will definitely be on OnlyFans. I'm a fan of the Joe Rose Show. We're gonna hear from him. He's gonna be talking to Steve Goldstein. Hockey action. Yeah, that's right. We're kind of getting you warmed up for the big hockey game tonight. Lightning. They've had the Panthers number so far in the playoffs, but maybe they'll turn it around tonight. Doug Plagans will have the call for you. Pre-game starts at 7.30. Also going to be hearing from the Greeny Show on what Lefty did over the weekend. Then Hawk kind of standing alone. Solana's barely standing. We'll hear more about that later. But right now, let's get into the headlines. A late Chris Middleton bucket sank the heat this weekend as the Bucks won game one, 109-107. Game two is tonight at 7.30, followed by Blazers Nuggets at 10, with Portland up 1-0 in the series. The Panthers went down 3-1 in their series against Tampa Bay, losing 6-2 Saturday. Game five is tonight at 8. Once again, pregame starts at 7.30. The Marlins took two of three over the weekend against the Mets. Miami won yesterday 5-1 behind rookie pitcher Cody Putitz. Seven shutout innings. The Fish faced the Phillies tonight at 6.40. Inter-Miami fell to the MLS's worst team, the Chicago Fire, 1-0. Miami looks to rebound at a sold-out home game Saturday against D.C. United. At age 50, Phil Mickelson became the oldest to win a major as he took home the PGA Championship over the weekend. Kane's offensive coordinator, Rhett Lashley, says quarterback De'Ara King is on track to start the season opener against Alabama September 4th. King tore his ACL in the Cheez-It Bowl late last year. The Canes baseball team swept Louisville over the weekend. They will face FSU in the ACC tournament. And now it's a Monday, so you know we got to take a step into the day spa. <sighs> a half-naked Florida woman led police on a high-speed chase in a stolen car. Needless to say, my hot mess of the day. 11-year-old Florida girl broke a record by solving a 12-digit multiplication problem using mental math. I can barely put 12 digits mentally together much less solve them. A Mexican man recently fell asleep with his COVID mask on while on the beach, leaving him with embarrassing tan lines on his face. South Florida, if you see this, don't do anything. It's absolutely hilarious. Joe Rose Show in the morning. They're funny. They also got some good sports takes for you. Weekdays from 6 to 10. Joe Rose, Zach Krantz, Hollywood. 
They're talking to Goldie, Steve Goldstein, about hockey because we got the hockey game coming on. 7.30 pregame with Doug Plagans, but right now they're getting you ready. A little, still not a one-sided series, at least that's the way Goldie feels. Also, who is going to be in goal tonight, and is Barkoff hurt? Goldie, uh, game five tonight, going to be a bigger crowd tonight, which is nice to see also. But what about John Cooper after the game talking about the hockey game ended halfway through the second? It turned into something much different. Has, has John Cooper watched the first couple games of this series, or did he just wake up for that game? I don't understand. Yeah, Zach, you know I'm on Twitter. I know you are. I don't know if you saw my uh, my tweets about what he said, but I, I was called everything from a homer to a bald loser. A couple of girls on Twitter said I should be fired. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, seriously. Now, I felt a little better yesterday when Joel Quenville was asked, and he said, I heard his comments, and I 100% disagree with him. You know, you go back to the second-to-last game. This is my point. Second-to-last game of the regular season, that thing was so nasty. There have been so many hits from behind in this series. I, I just, You didn't hear the Panthers cry after game one. They had a goal disallowed, and the only suspension in the series went to the Panthers. You, you didn't hear them whine about it. So, to me... You know, remember the old, um, you know, you know Pat Riley and Phil Jackson and those guys after press conferences, you know, I think he's trying to get it set up for tonight's game is really my point to try to get some calls and try to finish this series. I just think it's uh, maybe it is some showmanship, but it's gone both ways in this series. I, I can't imagine any team, either team thinks it's one-sided. Hey, Gold, uh, while we're at it, Kucherov, do you, is he expected to play or, or not tonight? Have you heard? There's another one, Joe. Now, now look. I'm not excusing what Anthony Duclair did, but it wasn't like a two-hand wind-up baseball bat swing. I was surprised he was down that long. Maybe something else was bothering him before that. You know, it's money time. I'd be shocked if the guy doesn't play. I really would. All right, let's get into the other part of this, and that is, um, God, we do this all the time with you. Who's going to be in goal tonight? I talked to you yesterday. You said, don't be surprised. You think Spencer Knight could get the start tonight in this huge game you know the other two guys and it's unfortunate you know Drieger has been great all year he was you know did the job in game two but you know game three I mean you know you can't allow five and then incredibly Bob comes in and after game three right I think we all got the feeling okay the last two years are meaningless if this guy wins the game on Saturday gets hot that's all anybody remembers and first shot, five hole on a breakaway. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got to get those saves in the playoffs. The goalie is the most important player. So, in my opinion, you know, Bob and 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 Drieger have gotten their opportunity a couple of times, could not come through. If it's me, I go to Spencer Knight yesterday. You know, it, it practice, and again, it's a loose practice. But there's a net that is usually reserved as practice starts for the starter. You know, he warms up with the goaltending coach Rob Tallis, and Spencer Knight was in that net and got most of the work. So we'll see this morning, but if it's me personally, you're asking me my opinion, I don't know how you don't start Spencer Knight. Hey, Gold, just to follow up to that then, uh, has this been just a goalie problem or the defense in front of them too? Not not as good as it needs you know, to a, be. You know, the D can always be a little bit tighter, Joe, especially on the power play. You know, let's not forget, you know, we've been talking about this. You know, these are the Stanley Cup champs. I mean, they got some of the greatest players in the world on that team. They're going to get their opportunities. They're going to get their good shots away. You need the goalie to be great. I mean, right. that's just what you need. Yeah, because you always be better defensively. They're saying the same thing over there. I mean, the Panthers have peppered that guy. I mean, Vasilevsky, yeah. they've been all over him. You know, for the most part, he's made the saves when he's absolutely had to. I mean, he didn't in game three. I mean, the game on Saturday, the Panthers should have been up two, three goals right. in the first period. Right. And they're down 3-1. That was 100% 
goaltending. If you flip-flop the two goaltenders, the Panthers win game four going away. Goldie, too much to ask that I need to see more out of Barkov, or am I being too uh, nitpicking here Like uh, to, uh, as your superstar yeah, I'm on thinking, the ice? Yeah, I'm thinking maybe he's still banged up. I know they say no. He would never admit it. He did play his 21 minutes, but you know he hasn't looked like his dominant self. Now on the road, you know the other team gets the matchup. So, so you know if you're chasing around Braden Point every time you're on the ice, it, it, it could make you look not as good, not as dominant. You don't have the puck as much. So I think it's a cross in there. You know he's minus six. He's getting his points, but he's minus six in the series, and that's not very Barkov like. He's one of the best five on five players in the league. So, yeah, if he is nicked up, I mean, I know nobody wants to hear it. You know, if, if, if guys play in sports, no one wants to hear that they're not 100%. you got to just perform, uh, so not making an excuse for him. But uh, your, your season's on the line, sure, you need more out of your best player. I think that's fair. So, tonight, this could get a little uh, combination of hard-nosed, chippy, physical, maybe a little dirty at times. You expect this, right, with uh, tonight's game? You know, I keep saying, okay, that stuff is over, and then it rears its head again. Right. So, <laughs> you know, who knows oh, what man. to expect. You know, I would think the Panthers, you know, they, they really want to stay out of the penalty box, okay, because Tampa's been so good on the power play. And, by the way, the Panthers are almost – I mean, Tampa's 7 for 15. The Panthers are 5 for 15. So they've been almost as good uh, on the power play as far as the production. So it's going to be interesting. You know, I mean, Mackenzie Weger said they – you know, the guys, when they got back, a few of them went out for dinner. They aired out some stuff, whatever that means. Um, I thought the attitude yesterday was really good. Um, you got some guys in this team that have been around. You know, they, they've been in 3-1 holes. Um, I think they're still a confident team with everything they've done all season. So maybe they want to play this game with a little less, you know, after the whistle extracurricular stuff and maybe focus a little bit more. And, by the way, if Knight is playing, uh, you know they're going to try to play tight in front of the 20-year-old kid. Hey, if he plays, okay, he's the youngest goalie in history, making his playoff debut in an elimination game, trying to save Oof. a team's season. This has never happened in NHL history. It's fascinating. Hey, Gold. Uh, Hollywood, take that out of the podcast just in case Spencer and I hears that, just in case. We don't need any extra pressure <laughs> on him for that. Take that straight out of the pod. I was just, and Joe said this earlier, and we are talking about Coach Q and making the decision tonight. Do you think Coach Q is more of a gut guy, or do you think he's more of a let me talk, let me think the, let me see the analytics first and the numbers first before I make a decision like this? Because like you said, this is, a, this is an elimination game. Like, tomorrow this could be done. You know, it could be over. And, and if he started Spencer Knight, he's going to get double and, and triple questioned about that also. Is this more of a gut feeling for, for Coach Q, or do you think it's more of a stats thing, too, uh, the way he's looking at all this? You know, I think the numbers are the numbers. I mean, you know, over two years, let's be honest, you know, Bob has had every single opportunity. I mean, Sergei Bobrovsky, if he doesn't play tonight, can't say, or same way in games two and three, hey, I'm getting screwed here, I'm not getting the chance. And they've given him every opportunity, you know, to take the ball and run with it. Um, you know, I think the maturity factor of Knight has a big has a big part of this since the guy's a teenager they say he's wise beyond his years he's very calm he doesn't act like you know this is phasing him at all like nothing really phases him you know i don't think it's a total analytics thing zach i I think the numbers are the numbers you look at wins and losses and save percentage and it it is what it is hey gold uh real quickly so i I don't want to read on too much on tv and if i am let me know so i'm listening to hoover though you guys do the interviews which is one of the coolest things hockey does right after the period and he looked frustrated, and I thought he was frustrated with the goaltending by something he almost said. You could tell he was frustrated and fired up. Did you sense that watching that, too, a little bit? I did, Joe, and I think I even said on the air at some point later in the game, I've never seen Jonathan Huberto that intense in one of those interviews. 
And, you know, he mentioned the word, what you're talking about. He said defensively, we got to be better. But, I mean, yeah, yeah, there were a couple of plays at the net. You could have tied up a stick. I mean, they made a mistake. Barkoff went to the bench on the breakaway. But, you know, breakaways in the NHL, the guy only scores like 25% of the time. Most of the time, you get the save. So it's not, you know, I hear people say, well, they gave up a breakaway. Yeah, stop it. I mean, that's your job. I mean, you're, you know, you're the goaltender. You got to make the save in that spot. You know, that's a huge spot right there. You know, maybe a little bit of it was the D at the net, letting guys get those free sticks and deflections. And maybe some of it, you're right, was goaltending. But yeah, he played his ass off in the first period. I mean, he was feisty. Uh, he was setting up, he set, set up the goal. And for them to be down 3-1 after their first period for a guy that's been here nine years and hasn't won a playoff ser- series, something would be wrong, Joe, if he wasn't pissed off. Yeah. No, I agree. That was that was I good stuff. Like to hear it. How how so so how'd you handle all that social media stuff? That negative social <laughs> media. Let's get back. I love it. Joe, yeah. I see it. I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. You know, I answered a few people. Right. Well, the one girl you that did. called for me to be fired. No. The one girl, one of the girls that said I should be fired um, because I'm you know I'm advocating for injuring players. <laughs> I said I, I've I've been doing this media stuff for 25 years. I've never publicly said I hope anybody gets hurt. Of course I don't. That was my response to that one. I didn't answer the guy that called me a bald loser because maybe there's a little bit of truth in that one. <laughs> so uh, you know I wasn't going to go and rip the guy. You are maybe he's got a point. Um, and the other people that were just ripping me, you know, and ripping the Panthers, you know, I gave a few answers and. That, that was it. Well. No, you handled it well. <laughs> oh, Goldie, and, and believe me, Goldie, you de- you deserve a win tonight. Trey Young's going to be wearing a Panthers jersey tonight. You're going to be just fine. Oh, dude, that guy last night, man. I had shades of Reggie Miller back in the '90s yes, in Madison man. Square Garden. Yep. Gold, thank you, buddy. Oh, Appreciate thank it, man. You, Have a good one tonight. Thank you. All right, guys. See you. Thanks. That playoff hockey action. Whoo! Buckle up and get ready. Doug Pliggins on the call, 7.30 right here. Right now, though, let's hear some greenie. Give me your hottest take from all the things you saw over the weekend. Everything from international soccer to national basketball to golf to baseball to whatever it is you liked. Hot takes from Greeny next here on 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Five sixty to Joe Radio Rewind. Running back some of the best you've heard here on five sixty over the past twenty four hours. Hope you're doing well. I am Dan Day, leading you up to the Panthers Lightning game at number five. Pre-game starts at 7.30 with Doug Plagans. Danny Garcia going to be helping you out right there. Going to be a good game tonight. Got a feeling. Got a feeling for winning tonight. I'm going to head out to the Titanic Brewery right there by the U. And then watch all the Florida teams win. Panthers win. Heat win. Inter-Miami's not playing tonight, but they're going to win. Just one of those winning nights. Win, win, win. And of course, I'll be drinking Titanic's good stout beers. So that's a win. Speaking of winning, Greeny. It's always a win when you listen to him, especially on a Monday when he's talking about what old Lefty did over the weekend. Phil Mickelson, a man of the people. He tells some personal stories about old Phil Mickelson. And then finally, hot sports takes. The one place I would never have imagined that we would be starting today would be with the PGA Championship, despite my love for golf. But nor would I have imagined that Phil Mickelson would do what he did over the weekend, making history in every single way and it was electric. It was sensational. It was memorable. It was spectacular. And I could just continue listing words here as we talk about it. But let me give you my straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. My number one most important takeaway from what we saw 
was that what Phil reminded us all of this weekend, when you saw the reaction of the galleries and when you saw the reaction of those who were near him and when you saw the reaction on Twitter, not just from famous people like Tiger Woods and Tom Brady, but just from everybody who's ever cared about the game of golf at all. What we were reminded of once again is that for all athletes, if you spend your lifetime demonstrating to the fans that you care about them, they will love you forever. And that is a lesson that I hope all sports people will take from this weekend. Not just that Phil did what he did at the age of 50, which is remarkable and historic and wonderful. And from a purely sporting standpoint, meaning from what it meant for the game of golf itself, it's obviously extraordinary. He sets the record. He is now the oldest major champion in the history of the sport and will be, I think, for a very long time. But to me, that isn't even the most important thing that happened. The most important thing that happened to me was the love that came back in his direction. And that happened for one reason and one reason only, because he has earned it. He has spent his entire professional career demonstrating that the fans mattered to him. And there could be no greater juxtaposition than him walking up that 18th fairway yesterday in a throng just surrounded by people with Brooks Kepka. Now, again, I am in no way happy that Brooks Kepka seems to have gotten hit in his surgically uh, you know, repaired knee. No one wants to see an athlete in there on, on their field of play, whatever that might be, not be completely physically safe. And that scene certainly did look like it got away from them a little bit yesterday, and I'll address that part of it in a minute. But purely from an, an, an adoration standpoint, Brooks Kepka, who was a brilliant player and who's someone I've never met in my life, so I don't have anything negative to say about him, but he has made it very clear for the five or six years that he has been a significant figure in the sport that he doesn't give a damn what anybody thinks of him. He doesn't care if people like him or not. He doesn't care about people at all. And maybe he cares about the people in his life, but he doesn't care what people think about him. He has no interest in sending back any of the adoration or admiration that people would like to send to him. Phil Mickelson earned the reaction he got yesterday every bit as much as he earned the win. And I promise you that meant every bit as much to him. Spent a day with Phil Mickelson years ago. This was in uh, 2017. It was it was the, the women's uh, PGA Championship was being played in the suburbs of Chicago. And KPMG, which is Phil's sponsor, hired me to do a day with him where he was on Michigan Avenue. We were on Michigan Avenue together. We were giving out tickets, trying to get people excited about going out there and all of that. And when I tell you, so I witnessed this up close and personal. Phil Mickelson on Michigan Avenue. This isn't on a golf course. This is on Michigan Avenue, interacting with everyone, smiling, taking pictures, just doing the easiest stuff in the world to do, behaving like a human being, just behaving like a normal person, just behaving like, yeah, it matters to me. This person is excited to see me and smiling. I will wave back. I will smile back. It didn't take anything away from what he was there to do. I'm not suggesting it's always easy to behave that way. I know that professional athletes, like all other people, have good days and bad. And you catch them on a bad day and that memory sticks with you forever. I get it. But what I am saying is that I've seen up close and personal the way Phil Mickelson behaves with his fans. And that's why everybody loved him so much. I will also tell you one other quick story about him, and then I will get on to some of the other things that happened this weekend. But when we were getting ready to launch Get Up, so this was over the week of Christmas uh, at the end of 2017, 
I called Phil because I was trying my vision for it then. We didn't wind up doing any of this, by the way, but my vision for it was that we would have a, a, a small group of huge stars in their respective sports that would be regular contributors. And Alex Rodriguez was going to be from baseball. And I forget who else we had from basketball and football, whatever it was. We were going to have a small cadre of legends in their sport who would become someone who would commit to doing maybe 12 days a year with us. Just whenever they're in town, stop on by and you're on the show with us. It never happened. But it was the vision that I had for it at the time. And I called Phil and asked him if he'd be willing to do that. And I will never forget what he said to me. He said, Greeny, I like the idea. Keep me in mind for that. 10 years from now. But he said the difference between Alex Rodriguez and some of the other guys you're talking about and me is that their careers are done and I'm still going to win on the golf course. I'm still going to be winning majors. I'm still going to be playing in Ryder Cups. I'm nowhere near done. And I remember thinking to myself two things. One, he's delusional. There's no way in hell he's doing that. He was 48 years old at the time. Two, that's how you get to be Phil Mickelson by genuinely believing that at a time when no one else in their right mind would have believed it. So am I surprised that Phil did what he did? The answer is very definitively yes, and at the same time, very definitively no. As I bring the members of the Hashtag crew in, coming off of what really was the best sports weekend we've had this year, and thus the best sports weekend that we've had in well over a year, Hembo said to me, this feels like the weekend sports came back. And in some ways, I kind of agree with that. But in other ways, and I will bring Bubba and uh, Nuno into the conversation on this, it's fascinating to me, Hembo, that you notice that, considering what can only be described from your wife's Instagram as the drunk fest Mm. that you seem to be attending. Uh, Anyone who follows Hembo on social media or follows his wife, uh, it was from what I could gather, it was your wife's 30th birthday party. It it was. And it was a freaking festival of drunkenness (laughs) in someone's backyard. And you looked, I've never seen you like that. You look like a lunatic celebrating. I don't know what was going on, but how did you pay attention to any of the sports considering you were multiple? Three is not enough sheets to the wind that you appear debate I, I had to check in you know the morning after it was our backyard i think the game that you were watching us play was something called musical flip cup which requires a dj it requires a flip cup it obviously requires a lot of drinking and also you get down to one knee at one point this dancing around a table it was um it was a, a tad bit excessive but from what i hear it was a great weekend in sports. <laughs> that's right so basically hembo says it felt like the weekend that sports came back and from what he's told it all turned out really well but i'm telling you right now if you see that if you see the videos as i have seen them hembo looked like he was two steps above comatose so i will come to bubba instead hashtag bubba who many may not know but he was was a news director at many major metropolitan newspapers over the years before he came to radio, and thus his news judgment um, is is second to none. It is it is extraordinary and can um, can absolutely not in any way be questioned. So I will ask you, Bubba, of all the things that happened in sports this weekend, which one stood out to you? Which one was you were you the most into this weekend? Uh, well, it wasn't the Mets losing two of three to the Marlins. I would think not. Not that. You know, I was I was locked into the NBA playoffs. You know, no no specific game, but I was enjoying. The of the eight games, how many did you watch? Um, 
I'd say uh, probably five. Okay, that's pretty good. That's mm-hmm. a good percentage. More than me. And consider- <laughs> More than me. <laughs> For the Hemo, they were on, but he didn't watch them. Um, that's a good percentage considering the weather, too. It's beautiful, 90-degree sunny days, both days here in this area of the country where we live. So Bubba was inside watching five of eight basketball games. Nunu, I, uh, Nuno, I come to you. What were you most into? What were you locked into this weekend of all the great sporting events? Well... It was the Knicks, obviously, but also the soccer, and we'll get into that later, obviously, of course. When you uh, say later, you mean we'll get into that sometime after the show ends? Listen, what do you mean? I we'll just get say into later. later. I'm teasing it for all the guys, or all our listeners that want to <laughs> talk about the EPL and La Liga. Later. Well, what happened in EPL and La Liga? Well, Give just us 15 seconds. Atletico won. Chelsea and Liverpool made the, uh, made the Champions League for next year. Juventus made the Champions League for next year. And there you go. Okay, fair enough. Uh, that was second on my list. Uh, I was For me, it was the PGA and then that. It was Atletico winning over the weekend. Um, and then all of the basketball. And I was there last night. I have a lot to say about it. But first things first, we want to hear from you today. If this really was the weekend that sports came back, give me your hottest take from all the things you saw over the weekend. Everything from international soccer to national basketball to golf to baseball to whatever it is you like. Gotta like the takes. Gotta like them making a little mention of the Marlins taking two out of three from the Mets. I actually watched the game all night Friday night with my neighbors downstairs, Nathan and Giuseppe. And oh, so close. But then they won the other two, so that was good. Marlins, I'm telling you, they're going to make some waves. They got that good pitching, that young pitching that's coming up. Yes. Yes, Derek Jeter. Yes. Marv Albert. Yes, yes, yes. Say yes to Hawk and Crowder. Solana, 26-year-old, great shape, protein, whey-drinking Solana, uh, tore his ACL maybe yesterday. I don't know. His girlfriend was DMing me. <laughs> Uh-oh. Solana's not doing that well. Hopefully you're doing better. We'll find out more next here on 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Five sixty, the Joe Radio Rewind. Running back some of the best you've heard here on Five Sixty over the past twenty-four hours. How do you do? I am Dan Day. Getting you ready for that Panthers Lightning playoff game. It's going to be an exciting one tonight. I can feel it in my bones. Doug Pleggins will have the call. Pre-game starts at seven thirty. The puck will drop at eight o'clock, and the celebration will go on all night. Hopefully for the Panthers. Also, the Heat are playing. Get some Panthers Heat action. I'm be at Titanic Brewery right there in Coral Gables by the U. I'm be having one TV Heat. One TV Panthers and beer in front of me. Got that stout, that good stout there over there at Titanic. Yes, absolutely going to be wonderful. I'm not getting ahead of myself, though, although I kind of am. No, I'm not. I'm not getting ahead of myself. Got some great music playing right now. Judah and the Lion, suit and jacket. This song just motivates you to be a better person. God, every time I listen to it, if I need some motivation, suit and jacket. I'm not trading my youth for a suit and jacket. Not trading anything for some 401k. Very, very good stuff. Check them out if you ever get a chance. you got to always check out my guys, Hawk and Crowder. They're on weekdays from 2 to 6, although today Hawk was kind of flying solo because Solana, ooh, ACL problems. Not pretty. Also tonight, as I was mentioning, they make mention of it too. Highly consequential night in South Florida sports and then goaltender dreams. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Boca represent... Lotion, my yeah, yeah, uncle's yeah, ankles yeah, one yeah, yeah. Did you? The term pancake was 
copyrighted or something. I need my fix. Monday from Friday to two to the six. Hopping in Carter, I tune in the bits. Competition going super intense. Both stations, man, I can't switch. Carter don't quit. I'm in, I'm wrong. Download at Odyssey.com. Shout out to Lana for bringing it strong. And everyone else that they bring it along. Play Hockman and Crowder show. I've had enough of you. Boneless? Oh no! That's a though, huh? Venus Williams here. Venus, what's up? I'm button your shirt, Twan. Open the show as we always do with a little fire from Art God Savi. Dude threw down some lyrics on the Hockman and Crowder theme song there. Love that dude. Love the way it uh, opens the show, opens the week of shows. This is a highly consequential night for Miami sports. Let me repeat. This is a highly consequential night for Miami sports. Panthers are teetering on a first-round exit. The Heat definitely do not want to go down 2 nothing to Milwaukee and on this highly consequential night for Miami sports I am left with my three main cast members me Crowder Solana I am left with one half of a cast member and I'm guessing is it Steven running 560 uh Solana it's Jimmy today we got Jimmy. Jimmy yeah all right plays right into today's theme Crowder has called out sick in the last couple of hours. And it's not even that he's sick. His son is sick, and he's at the doctor with his son. So Crowder is now on the DL today. And Solana, 26-year-old, great shape, protein, whey-drinking Solana, uh, tore his ACL maybe yesterday. I don't know. His girlfriend was DMing me (laughs) video. Just, Just... like surreptitious video of Solana at the urgent care center. What? Complaining about his. She yeah, was? she was. She was sending me video while you were complaining. I mean, the whole thing. <laughs> I watched the whole thing. I watched some ridiculous video where you you said if the heat needed you, you'd be able to tough it out. But that's the only way that you. <laughs> it's playoff season, Hawk. It's playoff. I mean, listen, Clay Thompson. I mean, Clay Thompson made a three pointer with a torn ACL. I mean, Jimmy Butler needed me. I'm there. Lori and I could not stop laughing. We were waiting uh, every second for the next Valentina video to come in so we could watch you in the urgent care center. So I am uh, I am stuck with a hobbled Solana, a uh, missing in action Crowder, and an always 100% Jimmy. So we're going to get through it today. We are the Utah Jazz without Donovan Mitchell and uh, Rudy Gobert has fouled out with way too much time left in the game. But we'll get through it. This is a highly consequential night for South Florida sports. Should we start? Are you healthy enough to deliver headlines, Solana? I think so. I do think I All can right. uh, I can talk into a microphone. Are you in pain right now? Or I just am. just pain when you, when you walk? No, I'm in, I'm in pretty bad pain. Uh, walking makes it worse. But, uh-huh. yeah, I mean, I... Uh, 
I'm in bad shape. I really am. <laughs> what did the urgent care physician say? Well, I mean, the urgent care was just checking off the boxes. I right, they I, make the, sure the that you don't have the flu. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, everybody runs to these urgent care centers. It's, it's the same so thing dumb. every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to pay an insane copay for them <laughs> right. to tell me what I knew, which was yeah. I don't have a broken bone. I need right. an, I need an MRI, and I right. have to. I, it. it it's such a hard process, right? Like getting an orthopedist to see me is the next available appointment is August and I need an MRI. I need to get a prescription for an MRI because the insurance won't cover it unless I do so. So now how do I get an MRI appointment? It, the whole process is stupid. I know I tore something in my knee. Like I know. All right. And just, what were you doing? Just, let's just take me just take me in now. Just put me under the knife right now. Just figure it out. Let's do it. Let's go. But <laughs> figure it out while you're under the knife. Yeah, I mean whatever. What, what were you doing? Jimmy, does Jimmy have a knife back there? Jimmy? No, you have a I knife? do not. I do not no, have a knife. No, you didn't bring a knife today? Nope. All right. That's actually a good thing because I think they kick you right out of the station <laughs> if you do. So it was good. That was actually a safety check for you, Solana. I was, <laughs> I was, I was running a subtle safety check for you because I know, I know things are slow there. All right. So, uh, yeah. So what were you doing? I was playing basketball yesterday. Uh-huh. What happened? You cut wrong? Uh, no. I mean, that's, that's what's so frustrating about this. I went up for a rebound. This was totally non-contact. I caught the ball. Normal rebound. Came down on two feet like I always do. There was nothing different about this rebound from any other rebound there was nobody around me and my right knee just popped and went the other way I, I i know it's disgusting but that's what happened want to call john crotty apologize to him i would like i would well, like crotty's to- coming on with us today crotty's yeah. coming on with us today so now you're saying you could no longer score a point off him yeah maybe maybe i uh i overstepped my uh it sounds like because you said no one was around you it sounds almost like you came down with a board that you didn't need to come down with so ferociously because there was no one around you it sounds if you came down both feet down i picture you are you know covering the ball with both arms you're cut you know and you're swinging your elbows like to make a show and there's no one around you were you in a game or you were just playing by yourself no we were playing pickup i may or may not have been chirping at my boy kiki that i box out better than he does and um you know i look i'm out there on the court i take it serious i'm not there to mess around i'm there to win and i wanted to win and a ball went up i am a stat stuffer even in pickup games i won't lie i wanted the board I wanted the stat, and I got the board. I did get the board, by the way. People are suggesting there's no way this was a rebound that you got crossed. <laughs> did you get crossed? Admit it. I did not. I <laughs> did, did not. you get crossed? I wish, because then at least there would be good video. Like, it would have been Jimmy a better Jimmy cross story. you? Were you playing one-on-one against Jimmy? Jimmy, were you at the basketball game? Were you at the pickup game where this happened to Solana? No, actually, I was out of town. Oh, okay. All right, I'll check because I thought maybe you crossed him. So, all right. Well, we'll get into this more. Are you a little upset, Solana, to find out that your uh, girlfriend was sending me video of you at the urgent? <laughs> <laughs> Damn! What the hell? Oh, were we laughing? All right, let's do headlines here. Headlines with Alejandro Solana. Hawk, where do you want to start? Because Saturday did not go as planned. Uh, for the South Florida sports team. So, do you want to start with the? Panthers? Unless you're just a giant Marlins fan. If you're <laughs> yeah. just a giant. If you're just a, I mean, good God, Derek man. Jeter All had right. a good weekend. Derek Jeter did have a good weekend. Hawks. Start with, uh, I guess we'll start in chronological order. So the 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 Panthers started. So okay. they were the twelve thirty puck drop Saturday. So start with the Panthers, yeah. which was brutal. Six to two loss on Saturday. Uh, couldn't get anything going, and the Lightning looked like the better team on Saturday. Hawk, no doubt, and and they've had goaltending problems. So here's something that we'll monitor throughout the day. It's two oh eight right now. Something we'll monitor throughout the day 
is when will the Panthers officially announce who's starting in goal tonight? Everybody's assuming that it's going to be Spencer Knight. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be Spencer Knight. I did text Goldie about an hour ago, and I'm like, what time do you think Q announces the goalie? And he said, you won't. Like, he won't. Uh, it'll be when they come out for warm-up. So and the puck drop doesn't doesn't drop till eight. So I don't even know if we'll find out during our show officially if Spencer Knight will be in goal. I'm imagining he will be. And I don't even know if it'll be Bobrovsky as the backup. He may not even dress tonight. It might be Knight and Drieger. I, I don't know, but I know the goaltending has been just atrocious for the entire series. Tonight's puck drop is an 8 p.m puck drop it's winner go home for the Florida Panthers uh mm-hmm. you I know we were texting back and forth Hawk you like the Spencer Knight move if it is Spencer Knight love it love it I said it on Saturday you know I went to Funky Buddha Brewery I watched the game on Saturday uh Dr. Chuck was with me my friend Ozzy we watched with Ryan and KC from Funky Buddha some other guys there and they had a Panthers watch party there like an official one and, uh, and I was saying by the end of the game, you got to go with Spencer Knight. What's the point at this point? So Spencer Knight, and I understand, young, young kid, 20 years old, and he only has four games in his entire NHL career. So what? The, the goaltending has been awful. And you really know, everyone knows, Spencer Knight's the future of the team. I mean, they took him with a high draft pick. Spencer Knight's the future of the team. This is a game where if you start Trigger, if you start Bobrovsky, we kind of got a feel for what we're going to see in goal. So why not just roll the dice and see if something magical happens? See if, you know, uh, uh, Spencer Knight can just go on this miraculous run and, and really just create a brick wall in goal. I'm all for it. I am all for it. For it, you know, we went into this series thinking we have two good goalies, and that's a pleasure. And I think what we've discovered after four games is neither one of those two goalies are playing well. Certainly not at a level that's going to help you win uh, a playoff series against Tampa, who's a phenomenal team. So to me, go to Spencer Knight. The future is here. You didn't know it was going to be this soon. The future's here. Go to Spencer Knight and let's go. Who will be in goal tonight for the Panthers? Wouldn't that be a great story of Spencer Knight? The kid comes out and leads us on this improbable run. You'll find out very soon who's going to be in goal, though, because at 7.30, the pregame for tonight's game, we'll start with Doug Plagans. Danny Garcia will be helping him out. They're going to get you through. We're going to get through. Heat, Panthers, I told you already, I'm going to Titanic Brewery right there in Coral Gables, right next to the Utes, right next to the Utes Baseball Stadium, Mark Light Field. You basically just fall out the stadium into the bar, or vice versa, and I'm going to have those stout beers, pulling one TV, got the Panthers, one TV, got the heat. Oh, man. Maybe get some food. Probably not, though, because the stouts fill me up enough. Oh, yeah. And then Portland plays at 10 o'clock. The Trailblazers. I've always been a Trailblazers fan. Clyde Drexler growing up. I loved him. Being from New Orleans, we didn't have a basketball team. So I kind of cheer for them. I get that as the doubleheader. Oh, it's going to be a great night. Great sports night. And we got you covered also right here at the radio station. If you want to hear more of this show or any of the shows that you hear on 560 The Joe, it's very simple and it's very free. You can go to our website, WQAM.com, the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, or wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free. Of course, if you have any questions for me, social media, at Dan Day Radio. I am more than happy to be your friend, be your follow, and just 
basically talk to you, answer questions, give life advice. I don't know if it's going to be the best life advice, but whatever. At Dan Day Radio. That's D-A-N-D-A-Y-R-A-D-I-O. We're on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. If one day someone wants me to put up an OnlyFans and would like to pay for my OnlyFans and see what I have to do in my crazy life, I would totally be down for that. Maybe tonight, if it has some downtime at Titanic, I might look into getting on TikTok. You know, just everything. Try, try to be a well-rounded, well-versed person. In the meantime, though, I'm going to get out of here, like I said, heading out to Titanic. going to enjoy myself. Watch all the games. Enjoy all the games. Hopefully you can do the same. Remember, Doug Plagan's got the call for the Panthers game coming up 7.30 right here on 560 The Joe. One more time, any questions for me? At Dan Day Radio. That's at Dan Day Radio. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the whole nine yards. Once again, hope you feel great. Hope life is great. Hopefully we feel just as good at the end of the night as we do at the beginning of the night. I know I'll be feeling good because I'm going to be drinking a lot of stout beers. I already said that at Titanic. We'll see. But hopefully I'll be feeling good sports-wise having those Florida teams pull it out. Let's go Heat. Let's go Panthers. And let's go and get back together tomorrow night around 6 o'clock right here for another edition of 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Later, slug. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 